Welcome back. Relax while being vigilant. Before we get too far along today, I'll tell you that Dr. Singh will not be joining me this week. A few members of our community are using him and his Wikipedia pages to settle a few years' worth of arguments. Like, donkeys were shorter than horses, but by how much? Were pine nuts ever used in a dessert? How much money did the second round of Scooby-Doo movies make, domestically? And how much does a rat weigh? The last one is practical. As you know, there have been a lot of roofs collapsed by rats, not to mention old power lines downed. You can get an idea of how many rats there are, but it's very difficult to catch one and put it on a scale. You know the old saying... There's never just one rat. I've been doing a lot of work lately. The underground is really into this idea that I owe them my life. I think that's just theoretical. You can't owe someone your life. Maybe chance. They did save me from the authority, but they also put me in conflict with the authority. If you put someone in mortal danger and then save them from mortal danger... They don't owe you anything. You might owe them an explanation. Listen, I've made these arguments to them, and they don't buy it. They're all wrong, but that's radical democracy. Everyone but me is wrong, but I have to do what they say. I think Socrates said that. So, I've been doing a lot in the gardens here. I told you about the guy who had been teaching me, the one with two elbows. He's been reassigned from gardening to soldiering. I think that makes sense. His two elbows make him really good at shooting backwards. I think the idea is he'll be in back of the platoon or pod, uh, whatever you call it, uh, running forward and shooting away at whatever's behind them. So now I have a new boss. She's actually a listener of the podcast. Her name is Shasta. She told me that she was a listener because she thought I was some kind of puppet for the authority. She wanted me to explain all the lies I told. I said I have no idea how many lies I've told. Everyone lies all the time, even to themselves. It's fine, but you don't have to listen. I imagine God is the only one who has to listen to all the lies, and he is usually described as furious. He has to listen to people say things like, I don't care about myself, Lord. Just please let my children do well in this world. When what they really mean is, look, God, please subvert the laws of nature so that things will go my way. And he knows they mean that despite what they're saying. He would go insane from listening to all that if he really existed. I don't know how much of that I said to Shasta before she walked away. 
But I kept thinking about it afterwards. That's okay. I found that fuming about something while you're working really makes the work go faster. You barely notice that you're doing something ridiculous like tying vines to sticks or trying to get air in dirt when you're replaying a tasty argument at the same time. An argument that you know you're going to win because it's happening in your head. You can stretch that out all day. So, thanks, Shasta. I'm looking forward to us working together, and I hope you keep listening. Now that I've seen or actually done a lot of the work that goes into producing food here, I'm a lot less skeptical about eating it. I may have been too paranoid about it before. It wasn't just the nanites. This goes back to before the calamities. I never really ate anything unless I'd seen a documentary about it first. You know, there was an abundance of everything, thanks to machines and oil, but not all of it was great. You might be eating some exotic seed. I remember one called quinoa. It didn't taste great, and the texture was just awful, but everyone was eating it. Then we found out, probably in a documentary, that it was watered using the tears of native children, so everyone could finally stop eating it. Uh, The food we have here tastes pretty good. It's vegetables, so, you know. Now that I'm working more, I've been trying to keep myself entertained when I have free time. I was really hoping that Dr. Gaurav Singh was stored with some digital movies. He does have some videos, uh, but they're all, well, they're mostly exercise videos. I asked him why a man without a body needs exercise videos. He said that once he's transferred into a new body, he plans on keeping it in peak physical condition. That Dr. Singh never stops dreaming. A mind in a box, watching exercise videos. This is the world's last podcast. The underground does what it can to keep us all entertained. This week they sponsored a poetry reading. The topic was the operations of Two If By Sea. Here's an example of a poem. I'll warn you, it rhymes. I know that can get hypnotic, but there's no there's no secret message in it. Uh There's a message, but it's so explicit that you won't be able to resist rejecting it. It's called Remember the Liberty One. You may bask in the sunshine, smelling flowers all day, but listen to this story of a rainier day. Uh, A story of heroes, of lives that were lost, a story of freedom. At its ultimate cost. I'm telling you now, don't ask how I know. That men died so that you could enjoy this world's show. That great rains came down as they stormed the great ship. They, well, that's enough. It builds to an emotional climax that you will just have to imagine for yourself. I listened to several poems like that.
that wasn't all I did for entertainment this week. I went to one of the authorities' events. After that poetry reading, I would have done anything to get out. Now, it turns out that Jarek really wanted to go to the last, to the uh, big soccer game that we had last week. I've been getting along great with him, by the way. It seems like I'm learning to read his sign language. For those of you who don't know, Jarek is a lively child who doesn't have a face. He uses this sign language he made up in order to communicate. He has a mouth hole, but I don't want to get into all that. His sign language really just looks like he's flailing and moving his fingers around. It's like he's playing a really tall air piano. No one has been able to explain it to me, but the more time I spend with him, the more I understand what he's trying to say. Anyway, he wanted to go to this soccer game that he had heard about. Um, How he hears without ears, how he sees without eyes, is beyond me. I volunteered to take him. The leadership was afraid because I'm on the authorities' wanted list. There might be posters with my face on them outside the Home Depot Center. But I explained that that wouldn't matter. Standing next to Jarek, nobody would notice my face in a million years. If anything, I'd have to tap people on the shoulder to get them to look away from Jarek's face, from his not having a face. And that's the way it went down. We got in. Uh, The place was fairly crowded. Our seats were really high up. I don't know if that matters for Jarek. Again, I don't know about his visual mechanism. Uh, I know that I could see enough of the game that I could follow it. And that was enough to let me slowly drift off to sleep. There, in that stadium, I had some of the most restful sleep I've had since I don't know when. I'm not sure how the game turned out. Might have been a tie. I don't know how they decide to end it when it's a tie. I guess now that there's Wikipedia, I could find out. I won't, though. I'm deciding to end this right now. Keep being who you are. And I'll talk to you next week.